everyone, and welcome to Completely Useless Talking. My name's Dylan, and today I'm joined by the one who answered the Craigslist ad first, the one who also enjoys anime a bit too much, um, and the one who probably is going to hit me for that comment. I'm looking directly at her, and she's not happy about that comment. Do you really want me to put you on blast about anime? Because I will reveal some shit about yourself. Do it! Strike me down! Okay. So, first of all, let's start with the fact that Dating app profiles. Oh, God. Are pretty minimal. I allow it. I especially understand that when you're trying to get back on the horse, putting a lot of information out there about yourself can feel daunting. Let me tell you what this motherfucker is. (laughs) All it said, I watch a shit ton of anime, but I promise it gets better from there. That is it. Favorite food? Favorite color? Is he a serial killer? (laughs) Nothing. That is all you got. You would tell me about my anime choices. I never said anything about your anime choices. My anime fixation. If mine is bad, yours is worse. Yeah, it's 100% worse. You don't get to talk shit. No, I get to to eat my own hypocrisies. I get to eat them. (laughs) To be fair, you know who made that? You know what else he gets to eat? Anyway. Oh, God. (laughs) pizza <laughs> some za man <laughs> so you know who made that i've told you who made that right who wrote that in there um no schuler oh we were oh. sitting at hopcat before like in january of 2020 before the end all be all and um um as like it as like we're sitting there and like he's like what's your you have a bumble in terror i'm like not downloaded and he's like let me see it i'm like fine and i give him bumble and he just goes and I'm like there and I'm like hmm Hmm." it worked it did it did you can't deny the the, your success rate well my success rate was piss poor from the beginning so anything (laughs) that came back was delightful okay let me put it this way you can't deny the fact that it worked well your first answer was how do you how do you feel your first question to me ever when like when like talking to me was like how do you feel about what they did to Escanor I'm like in one word, and you're like in one word. I'm like one word. Challenge accepted. It was this long thing where you could tell where the breaks were. Oh my god! And like it was like, how dare they do that to my boy? They fucked him up real good. I know. We had like a five. Like it was like maybe twenty lines, and they were like, "Yep, I'm I'm okay." I think I I think I deleted it not that night, but like as soon as we moved over to text, I think I deleted it like immediately. What I was Bumble? Like, yeah. or like the app? Yeah. Or, oh okay. I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. I hope this one pans out because I'm not doing this again. (laughs) I was so over like meeting people and especially during the pandemic. It was just so stressful. I was just like, oh, trust me. When I was like, okay, how do I human? How do I do this? How do I'm just going to say anime like me? Cool. My place. Oh, God. Is that too much? Oh, God. But then it was like, do you go out in public? Yeah. Like there, there is COVID has like. It is warped so many things. Like I remember going to the grocery store for the first time, like once the restrictions started easing up and I was like, I didn't even expect to see other people. Yeah. I expected like full on, just like people out the door. Yeah. I waited 45 minutes in a line to get in Trader Joe's. I mean, Trader Joe's is quite small, so they probably had to do that. Yeah. Well, that and people are convinced they should linger in Trader Joe's. Yeah, probably. 
Um, what no, but then like it was always funny of just like um up until mm-hmm. that where it was just like Oh God! I'm on for well. I your thoughts. Hopefully he's not a serial killer. Hopefully she won't kill me. Was my oh, thought too. I I couldn't kill you if I tried. You could kill me if you tried. No, for yes. the record, I would never kill this man. If he <laughs> never? ever dies, it was not me. <laughs> if he dies, it was not me. Just D- saying. Your lawyer, your honor, as you can tell in this podcast episode that gets on average seven to nine views, <laughs> this one told me that it, 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 the, she didn't do it. I'm a lady. 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 So yes, I. You know, I feel like everybody has a voice. They feel like their cat. Pet, whatever speaks in. 100%. And I really feel like Psychos is just this, like, slightly too spoiled 34-year-old man from, like... (laughs) (laughs) He's 34 now? (laughs) He's middle-aged, so I'll I'll age him up. I'll say, like, mid-50s. Oh. But, but, like, he's still a bachelor. Yeah. (laughs) And it's getting weird. And so, you know, I'll open the fridge just, like, 2 a.m. and he'll be like, Lady! I need whatever in there. Is it ham? You bitch, it better be ham. And that's what he sounds like to me. <laughs> it sounds like he's just yelling at like his of like maid or something like yeah. that. Like he's 100% yelling at the staff members. <laughs> we are the, we we do not Karen, share he's a the house Karen with him. Of your house? Yeah, he lives in a house and we are all just very Welcome. graciously allowed <laughs> to exist around him. I will let you sleep in this bed. Yeah. I will allow it. Yeah. As long as I can put my butt on you. Um, Ass has to be facing. Face. Face. Yes. Ass and face. 100%. (laughs) That's the way it goes. And then mine is just... Meow. I was like... That's my cat's voice. like, no, I won't do it. No. She's like... You know what she sounds like? What? Like an English preparatory school. Yes. Yes. Like, I feel like she comes around the corner and she's like... I had a very good nap today. Thank you for asking. Now I require that you pet me in very nice spot, right behind the left ear. Yes, of course. Not the right ear, the left ear. You cannot touch my legs. I don't like it. Do not touch the beans. <laughs> they are, they will become dangerous. Ah, yeah, yeah, this is Q's voice now. This is 100% Q's voice now. <laughs> oh my God. She's just the funniest cat. Kind she of, she long kitten. She is. She's like maybe it's just because I have such a hulking beast of a cat. He's fat. I don't even. It's not. Do not make me. <laughs> Damn it! It didn't work. I wanted it to work. <laughs> but um, no, she's just she's just a slender, a slender little thing. Yes. She'll be a year soon. I know. She was so tiny when we first got her. She was a tiny kitten. I know. And now she's she now big she's like kitten. A, now she's long kitty. Long big kitten. But uh, it's it's kind of weird because she was born in 2020. Like, she's a pandemic cat. Yes. Ah. Uh. I know, but it's weird. Like, there's going to be, like, a, like a mark... There's like a the generation that will come into this world in 2020 will then fight in the desert wastes. Well, I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, we're going to be stuck inside and working from home for this foreseeable future. Maybe now's the time to, you know, renovate the house or have a kid." Or not a lot of people are having kids. Um, get a dog. I would get a dog over like 
getting a kid, <laughs> making a kid, a kid, getting a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm just not gonna let you live it down. No, no, getting a kid. Yes, we go to the department store. You just pick one out. Yeah, but um, I think kids, maybe not. But I think a lot of people are having. Uh, like having those conversations be like yeah maybe this is time to get a dog because you know you, we can train it and socialize it and then I had a friend who they had a senior dog and they mm-hmm. were like you know because we're working from home we can provide palliative like essentially doggy hospice for her and they got yeah. you know a, another year and a half with their puppy Oh, yes she was, so nice. she was a little old icon um but just things like that. I think the pandemic granted people a lot of time they didn't think they would have. I think it also opened up a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. If you think about it, like the food service industry right now is hemorrhaging people in every yeah. which way. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if like the the way the food food industry worked up until this point, it was not sustainable, but I don't know if they had another solution in place. Oh, yeah, no, like this idea of like, well, we can just constantly rotate people and then hopefully someone will stick longer. Yeah, well, I, I just read this article where they were basically like, should restaurants have HR? And I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Should they also, should chefs do, stop doing coke? Yeah, it's crazy. It's it, like, things should stop. Are we okay? I know. Um, restaurant culture is incredibly toxic. It's, oh, uh, no, yeah. Um, it's weird being like tapped into like the local chef gossip because you hear some stuff about people. I bet. Um, but kind of the main theme is there are, there are chefs who they open up their own restaurant, chef owned and operated. Mm-hmm. And it can be really great, but it can also be really bad because any negative review is a direct reflection on your food mm-hmm. and yourself. Yeah. Um, but it also, like, we had a really great chef-owned restaurant in Brad Ripple that was just off the bone on locally grown gardens. Mm-hmm. And um, I was absolutely devastated when... Devastated, sh- as you said. He died. Mm. I know. <laughs> well, no, the way you said devastated... Yes, was because he died. Well, I didn't know he died. <laughs> You're always ready to talk shit. I'm always ready to talk and shit. And this is what you get. No, um... He died, and it was crazy because I had seen him, I kid you not, maybe a week and a half before. Mm-hmm. And he was out. He was talking to people. Um, what did he die of? Uh, it was some progressive disease. Like, okay. whatever it was, it was attacking his, like, nervous system mm. to a certain extent. And, I mean, you know, he went from being up and about to he, like, kind of slowed down, and then he was on his cane, and then he was dead. And it was kind of like, oh, my God, what do you do? It might be Lou Gehrig's oh, okay. disease, um, but it, it it just sucked. Um, on a lighter note, <laughs> nihilist. Uh, <laughs> on a lighter note, uh, I think you've already heard the story, but I feel like other people should hear the story of the flying chipmunk. Oh God, <laughs> the chipmunk that saw the stars. He he saw something. He was going real fast. <laughs> so I bike a ton and. You know, I was like, I was out. I was like, okay, well, let me, you know, get some pastries. Like, you know, be be nice to my coworkers and whatnot. <laughs> and my coworker, when I got there, was like, you're being nice. 
are you going to, are you going to ask me to do something? I was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. You're, you don't make enough money. <laughs> um, but I, I had stopped in the middle of the trail because there's this chipmunk crossing the trail. And I was like, oh, you know, this will be nice. I'll stop and let the chipmunk go by. Well, I thought I saw the chipmunk get off uh, the trail. It did not. It was on my pastry bag. I panicked, swung the pastry bag, and apparently centrifugal force did its job. And I yeeted that little sucker straight into the stratosphere. I don't know where he went. And I was screaming the whole time because, you know, why not? And then I've just had a lot of um, rodent interactions lately between this and my cat catching a mouse, chomping it, and then trying to climb in my lap for some cuddles and some snacky time. I'm I'm a little dumb as well right now. You know, so you probably haven't seen um, uh, Team Four Stars Dragon Ball Abridged, right? No. There are so many abridged anime and... I'm sure that was one of the originals, but I, by the time I caught on, I was like, oh, this is overwhelming. Well, no. So whenever you compare it to that, mm-hmm. there's so you have you seen Dragon Ball before? Yeah, of course. So, you know, Ball. it's like they do an episode where Goku wakes up from the heart attack. Like, yeah. he's calmed down, but like he's coma the hell mm-hmm. out. Right. One in his dreams, he goes to Naruto world. He goes to One Piece world. He goes to he just goes to different oh worlds. God. And then there's this fun one where it's like, I wish my dad was All Might, and then you just see him go plus ultra in his dreams. Um, but no, um, when he wakes up, Chi Chi's like, "You're alive." He's like, "Yeah." Are you feeling okay? Yeah, you want to see? Huh? And like throws her in the air, and like the anime, you know how like she comes down, he catches her. Yeah. He goes, "Huh? I wonder when she'll come." And she goes to the stratosphere and just burns up. Oh my Jeez. god. And then you just see his face of <laughs> Dragon Ball. The one like they haven't kissed, but they have children together? Yes. What do you mean they haven't kissed? They definitely kissed. Well, for a while, like, you know, you didn't see it on screen. So was, people are just like, mm. Yeah, they like, you haven't kissed, but you impregnated her? I was like, interesting. Isn't that the same logic behind Vegeta and Bulma? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of. I think that was like the callback. The callback. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say about Dragon Ball? Oh, that was. What was up with terrible live out ad- live adaptations? It's only had one, hasn't it? I know, but it was like that and it Avatar. Was, well, so like people are like just trying to capture that market, and one when you put Emlet Shamlot's name on something, you're gonna immediately something I hate in scripts. Something I hate is like written dialogue as a whole. As you know, is just like, they go like, as you know, I'm the general of blah, 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 or like the person of blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, we don't know. No, we don't know, but at least you can at least show us. I'm like, show, not tell. I was raised on that. That's how I am. And like. Okay, check, pal, yeah. Continue. Shut up, you. Um, And then it was just like, oh, wait, and weird side note. I'll get back to that later. Um, It's just that like, um, like. Well, just do it. Just be recognized as general. Like, have it happen naturally, not just like. It, have you ever had a conversation go with, as you know, or something like that? As you know, my name is Dylan, and I am a bartender, and just like all that. Have you ever had that happen in a normal conversation? Yeah, but usually it's like I do know. Like mm-hmm. they're saying, as you know, and it's like, yes, I do know. But you can't write that in a movie. No. Yeah. But no, it's always weird because Dev Patel played Zuko. It's a weird little circle of movement. He got so hot. Good for Dev Patel. <laughs> he had a uh, massive glow up. Well, I don't even think it was a glow up. I think it's just purity. Like people place so much emphasis on, you know, that like 12 to 18. But what people need to talk about is the 18 to 24 glow up. 
that globe is much more important and much more powerful. Yes. Like, me at 18, eh, me at 24. Still man. <laughs> I mean. Don't worry, you're better looking than me. That doesn't say much. Because you think you look terrible. All the time. Every minute of every day. Yeah, it's like, be like, coming from a one, you're a two. <laughs> I'd say you're a three. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it's just because I have all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I think people need to start feeling good naked. Oh, 100%. I feel like that's like a society thing, though, because it still is talked about like sex. Oh, my God. And like they well, pull out their and fans I think and they just need go. To understand that we need to desexualize nudity in general. Like you can just be naked. Like it's not a sex thing. Like you can just be naked. Yeah. Maybe this is the fact that my father is like the world's most casual nudist. <laughs> <laughs> like the man is just he's like, I'm a nudist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nudist. He's like. You know, I'm very European in my taste. And I'm like, that's just him saying he's that, a nudist. that he's a nudist and that he would not um, feel weirded out at a nude beach. Which is its own discussion. But no, I think people, we need to de- desexualize being naked. And like, it's not weird to see people naked. No, in, it's not. Like a casual context. Like, they're just comfortable. Naked. They're just human. In Love their them little be. skin suits. Yeah. You know, I take my skin suit off at night. I know you do. It's very disturbing. Because he likes to touch this, my scales. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make lizard people jokes? Yeah, make... Yes! Well, Nothing's up... What do you mean, make lizard people jokes? Wait, like... Like, scalies? Or, like, the, the queen is a reptile? No, let's back up. <laughs> scalies? Yeah, the furries. Scalies. That's how it works. Categories? Yes. Oh, I don't know much about furries, truthfully. Um, but I, I still, nah, I was, mm, I can't know. Um, I do remember that one thousand ways to die episode where the guy was on LSD and at a furry party and thought a bear was a fellow furry and got mauled because he tried to have sex with a bear. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was in a thousand ways to die episode. Wait, but like, so the person had to maul. Wait. No. Oh, so, did the dude kill the person dressed as the bear? No, the bear killed the guy. Wait, so it was a legitimate bear? Yes. Like it was. Oh, like I thought like the bear. Act- I thought the no, bear was no, someone no. in a bear it suit. It was an actual bear. Oh. So first of all, the concept of a thousand ways to die. Why were we allowed to watch it? Spike TV was a trip. Um, no, you know, uh, go on. You're thinking that. But mind. no, I remember that episode so specifically because that's the first time I'd ever heard someone talk about furries, and the guy was at like, like this you know furry con no it's like a bonfire thing yeah. after like a furry convention mm-hmm. and you know no hate to furries like express yourself however you want but then he decided to take acid and oh, there no. was a bear because it was attracted because there was fire and noise yeah. and it smelled like food and the guy was like "Ooh, feeling frisky and the bear was like chomp chomp <laughs> the bear was like which I remember that episode so specifically, mm-hmm. and then the one where they tried to bungee jump off of something, but the bungee was too long, so he just plunged to his death. Oh my god! Or, or, um, the one where their hot tub malfunctioned and they'd had too much to drink, so they like boiled themselves alive. In their oh hot my tub. god! Yeah, 
And I was going to say mine was on the same level. Like, it was like National Geographic. It was like moments from disaster. Where it was like building collapses, like plane crashes, like terrible things. And they're like, psych. And they're like analyzing like what led to it, Mm -hmm. which would be a great show nowadays for what happened in Florida. Like, you know what I mean? Like the apartment complex and all that. Because then, because then the scientists would just be like, as you can see here, and then everyone would be fucked. Oh my god. Did you ever do the Florida man thing where you look up what Florida man did on your birthday? No. Oh. We have a research department. Do you want me to look it up? (laughs) I mean, I know mine. I don't. So research department, go. Okay. Well, while the research department is deployed. um, So my Florida man birthday is this man did peyote, called himself Thor and tried to have sex with a tree. That's my Florida man birthday. Um, okay, Florida man shoots cousin to test bulletproof vest. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What was it, bulletproof? Test bulletproof vest, and apparently it wasn't. Ooh, well, there you go. Let me, well, at least, let's see. Da-da-da, person being shot. No, it didn't work. House with a gunshot wound to the chest. It didn't work. Well... Florida man. When, what year did this happen? 2016. Good to know. So, here's the thing about Florida. It's not that crimes occur anymore. No, it's just the sunshine laws. Yeah. That's yeah, it. it's just like, people are like, it can only happen in Florida. I'm like, no, it happens everywhere else. It's just Florida said, here's our book. Would yeah. you like to read? Which is also why all the true crime girlies um, love them some Florida stuff. Hmm. Which because you can, it's an open book. It's like, yeah, that's how it all works. So I want to talk to you about something. Why you want to kill your Minotaur drag queen? I just feel like she's not what I want in the campaign. But if people like her, I don't know. No one's really like, oh, I love Shangela. Well, I feel like we've had enough rotating people in that. Yeah. That like, well, Makula's done her switch. Yeah. Um, you'd be the second. And then I feel like, what's his name? Like, who switched in in North? I feel like someone switched in North. Oh, Goose Willis. Oh, right. He went from Sandra to Goose Willis. Yeah. Which was like the easiest retcon thing ever. Sandra's now a puppy. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that that one kind of lent itself to it. Now, I, I guess one... Um, like, I just am not super comfortable playing uh, chaotic characters in mm-hmm. any alignment. Even if really? it's just, even if it's not, even if it doesn't end up that way, mm-hmm. um, because I hate people who are like, I'm playing this and this is my designation and then go from there. Like, no, you just kind of naturally end up like that. And she was super fun to play at the beginning, but then the dynamic of the group changed so much. I was like, eh, I'm just not really feeling it. That, and she's kind of like... Consequences for your actions. Not, no, not even that. Like, she was kind of like... Just a way to drive things forward at some point. Rather than just her, like... I, like, even when I'm, like, locked in and role-playing, it was just kind of like... Like, she was just the only one that would drive things forward. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Which, you know, I I mean, I get it sometimes. Having been on both sides of, of things, I understand that you sometimes need a character just to drive it forward. But it's starting to feel like, you know, 
when in doubt, like Chandler's going to do something harebrained to kickstart things. And it's like, mm, mm. I should also give other people a chance to allow plot momentum instead of just like relying on Shangela to spice things up. Well, on the bright side, since you didn't show up to the boat fight in the mm-hmm. South, you can easily make a new character. Yeah. So, that, and that's the other thing. Like you're literally leaving the uh, capital in the mm-hmm. mountains and you're going to a coastal town. Yeah. So that's the other thing. I think I could make like a really fun, like, swap out i think i'd work on it a little bit yeah and then we're high enough leveling that i could do like three of each in terms like i could do something and then like take a level in something else but for a minute i thought you'd be like two levels in this two levels in that and two levels in the other thing i'm about to be like you're about to be the most useless character i've ever dm'd for no that that's ridiculous but uh I, I feel like in terms of plot momentum, Chancellor's great, but she's not really great for anything else. Mm-hmm. And, peop- and as a result, we rely on her really heavily mm-hmm. for plot momentum. You know, it was like, like who's going to react to this? And it was like, everybody else is just going to walk out. And Shangela was like, well, why don't I just stir something up real quick? You know, you go. It's like it's like the um, Star Wars thing. It's like in Episode seven where it's mm-hmm. like. Who talks first? You talk first or I talk first? That's essentially what you were doing. And yeah. which that movie is the only good movie in the new trilogy. And that's just mainly because of nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, that's the other thing. Completely off subject. But um, Star Wars really... Disney is... Does not know what the fuck it's doing with Star Wars. Yeah. Well, so Disney really... Disney bought out Lucasfilms. So they had a lot of material to work with. And to be fair, a lot of Star Wars nerds now are nerds with money that really thrive on nostalgia. Yeah. But, you know, you cater to this generation and then the newer generation doesn't care. Yeah. So that's, but you run into that and a lot of um, companies are running into that. Tiffany & Co. is another one. They're like, not. they've been sending out all this advertisement that essentially says, you know, not your mother's Tiffany, et cetera, et cetera trying to appeal to this younger demographic Mm -hmm. but the older demographic still goes there yeah and (laughs) no not your mother's tiffany's but also we still are just go to the back pretty much and my generation of my generation's understanding of tiffany was you know it's kind of that thing you saw the cool girls had it so you wanted it Oh. It didn't really need a revamp. So a lot of companies right now are struggling with how to revamp successfully. And a good example of a, of a company that is not doing well is whoever runs The Bachelor. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like ABC and all them? Or? Yeah. Well, no. Like, isn't it just boring slabs of meat? Talk to boring slab of meat? Well, so the, the Bachelorette is actually a better example. So... Again, um, born slabs of meat. Talk about born no, slabs of meat. No, she's really thing. great. She's sex positive. She talks about her sexual assault like really openly. Oh shit! Yeah, she's really great, and her Instagram pictures of her are stunning. And then you see her um, in the Bachelorette promos, and she's wearing mm-hmm. like this boxy pink power suit. She's the pink Power Ranger. That's all I'm hearing in that moment. Pretty much pterodactyl. Imagine me on the bachelor. <laughs> oh my god. I would not fit that mold. No, but this season, like, I watched it 
like actually okay i didn't actually watch it she I, looked up every five minutes yeah but i mean there was a guy that came out and he was in a cat suit and had like painted little like a nose and whiskers yeah. on his face and you know he was like i'm here to steal your heart and yeah. da, 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 and made a lot of great cat puns you know like he was really funny and interesting and you could tell the producers had no idea what to do <laughs> they just went oh uh, like he they, said he, they said he would show up in a suit yeah he, not a cat suit and then they had one guy who lived in an rv mm-hmm. and they were like they don't vet people anymore do they well the point is they're, Have, they're are you a serial killer no thank god no, the point is they were trying to bring really interesting people on, and they mm-hmm. did, and they had no idea what to do with them. Sounds about right. Or they would bring teachers on, and then they would be like, well, you know, how does it, how does this feel about your kids? And these teachers would have really astute, great answers, and then it, they made everybody else look stupid because the other guy was like a finance tech. Mm-hmm. It was silly. Silliness abounds. But on the... Uh, bright side, um, they stopped casting dudes that were conventionally attractive. A couple of them are just straight up ugly. Really? I think. I well, think your it's your opinion, and like, yeah, yeah, it's everyone's opinion about who's attractive and who's not. I know, but and I will say, I like them a little bit weird. Oh my god, really? I never would have thought. Oh my god, how would have ever I have not seen this coming? Like, oh my if god. they're a little funny looking, that's that's the ticket. Because you want them a little bit funny looking because that way they don't develop an overlarge ego and they have hey, to work on dude, their Dude, you're hyping me up. You've been like hyping me up since day one. And then, especially if they're hot in high school, avoid it. They, they don't have any real semblance of reality. Have I showed you me what I looked like in high school? Yes, you have. And then you were like, your mom showed me photos too. Oh my god, no! Mother! Why? Mm-hmm. I feel like, do people know we're dating? I'm assuming at some point okay. they've realized that, like, the seven people who give a fuck have just realized, okay. oh shit, they're dating. We just talked about it earlier in the thing, so if they No, don't- but I'm saying, like, if you don't have any context, we could very well be exes. Yeah? Yeah? But we're not. <gasps> Spoiler alert. My god. <laughs> That awkward <laughs> I just thought, like, if the worst happens, it's oh like the X episode. I think I just actually started reading a book. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was my little, like, beach read because I read that and another book that I actually really like, which I'll talk about. But, like, the point is, like, they're a podcast and they're supposed to be exes, but they, like, never dated. <laughs> the producer just thought they hated each other enough to do a podcast <laughs> But um, the other one I read, which was actually really interesting, um, was about Uni Judge or Una Judge, depending. And she was one. She was a slave that escaped the Washingtons right as George Washington um, became president. Mm-hmm. And it was re- really crazy. But basically, George Washington, like the majority of the slaves he owned, were dower slaves which means they came from his martha washington's first marriage so he didn't really have control over them yeah and when uni judge or una judge escaped he was going to owe his wife's estate 80 pounds damn which is a ton of money yeah and george washington was cash poor 
from the start to the end of his life. Yeah. So it wasn't really like it didn't really matter his personal feelings about it. And he was like, we treated her so well, da, 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 which means absolutely nothing. No. Because, I mean, I'm sure he didn't even know her name before she escaped. Yeah. But um, he was like, oh, my God, I have to get her back. I cannot owe my wife this 80 money. Pounds. 80 pounds. And especially because she was a woman, like there's a chance that she would reproduce. Yeah. And, you know, then it's that's that's a free person unironically mm. um so he was like holy shit like that's a ton of money that i just like let walk out but what was weird was so this happened like in, during his presidency and he tried to find her and he relied on a lot of his political connections to do that but when he stopped being president those political connections were like poof yeah they were like dude like you can't you're not the president. Like, you can't just manhandle the situation. And then on top of that, um, you know, things were changing and people were having – a lot of people were holding anti-slavery sentiments. Mm-hmm. And while in Virginia, people were still really strong slaveholders, in the North, people were like, mm, no, dude. Yeah. So he contracted this dude to go find Una. And the guy found Una. And Una was like, you understand that – they treated me horribly and I'm free by Pennsylvania law. And the guy was like, can't argue with that. Goodbye. And then he went back to George Washington and George Washington was like, well, just promise her anything she wants. So he went back and he was like, the Washingtons will, will like free you and do all this stuff. And she was like, you're a damn liar. And just ran away. <laughs> Again, like the whole situation was so crazy, but I mean, George Washington hunted this woman until he died. Yeah. And then Martha Washington kept it up until she died. Mm-hmm. And some of it was because the, by what really What they never realized is that she put on a false mustache and no one could ever tell the difference. Well, not even that. They didn't, like, they, they just, the people were not on their side. And what was so crazy, which this, this, the fact that they mounted this whole conspiracy was nuts. So to put in context, the journey from Philadelphia to Mount Vernon, like their estate in Virginia, was incredibly arduous. Like it was not something you would do lightly. Mm -hmm. And it took a ton of planning because, you know, he was the freaking president when this all went down. Right. And but Pennsylvania had a law that if. Uh, slaves were in Pennsylvania for six months or more, they were free. Yeah. Like, bar none. So they were like, oh, holy shit, we have to move these slaves back and forth every, like, five and a half months. <laughs> and they were losing people along the way. Like, they were dropping motherfuckers like flies. They because, just look over and like, what, why? Well, and you know, hey, they Hey, guys, were like, we're home. They're gone. Yeah. And it was stuff like, you know, drowning and dismemberment and fever. You know, like... This just, sounds like Oregon Trail. How many of them died of dysentery? Well, that's basically what it was. And, yeah. you know, they were doing this in an attempt to not have to free their slaves. Like, they were doing the utmost to make sure this doesn't happen. And then their last, like, rotation, Una Judge is like, oh, my God, I'm miserable. This is awful. And Martha Washington goes, well, surprise, surprise, my granddaughter is getting married and I'm going to gift her. I'm going to gift Una to my granddaughter as part of her marriage. And Una was like, absolutely not. Your granddaughter is mentally unstable. (laughs) And said as such, like, they have her on record being like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, Martha Washington's granddaughter is mentally unstable. I don't want any part of that. So she left and literally added, there's like, they were having a dinner party, like, at at their 
like official mansion in Philadelphia. And Una Judge was like, oh, I'm getting ready to pack for Mount Vernon and walked her ass out. <laughs> like in the middle of the dinner. And, you know, maybe they noticed immediately. Maybe it took them until the end of the dinner. But yeah. Una Judge was like, fuck this. I'm out. And she walked her ass out of that mansion. And George Washington died mad about it. He died mad about it. But, I mean, he searched for her and he was like, this is so crazy. Um, I can't believe this is happening. Like, da 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 da. And I was like, wow, he's really invested. And then he put in a letter, he was like, it would cost me 80 pounds to my wife's estate if I don't find this woman. And I was like, ah, mm -hmm. this is a shit ton of money you just let walk out your door, huh? <laughs> to detract from are you are you good yeah i just thought it was so funny like the whole story is so hilarious it's like it's like you know like a briefcase full of like gold ingots and you're just like it's gone bro <laughs> <laughs> so it's something to probably close out this episode mm -hmm. i just got an email from orange theory and it says we miss you come back please and then i'm just like oh my god you're the clingy ex-girlfriend you're the you're the exercise cult that just won't let me go. You're a cult. Leave me alone. That's the way all the cults start. They miss you. They'll support you. They love you. And now we take your soul. And twenty percent of your check for the rest of your life. Sounds about Hashtag right. Hashtag Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Whatever they call themselves lately. Uh, Latter-day Saints or something mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. Oh, well, um, I thought about something for my D&D campaign. Mm -hmm. uh, the highest people in the, um, like, in the, like, government are yeah. called saints. I feel like it'd be an interesting take. Um, a lot of times in older Pentecostal churches, like, mm -hmm. they refer to their conversation, they'll be like, isn't that right, saints? What? They'll call their congregation members saints. Oh. You see, I learn things. I learned things now. It was interesting to learn this. I know. Mm. I'm just a wellspring of information. Useless knowledge, like myself, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. My dad calls it cow knowledge. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Meteor. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So, it's a TikTok that Crockett showed me. Crockett shows me, like, D&D TikToks, like, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, no, you're not. And, um... <laughs> when I heard um, you, I remember Polymorph mm -hmm. when I did mm -hmm. it. Did you see his face just go fuck? <laughs> like he just looked over and went fuck. <laughs> and then I did it to Austin. And he lost it. <laughs> oh my god, you ruined Austin's night for a good 20, 25 minutes. That man was not happy. I turned him into a puppy again. <laughs> Part two. Um, but no, besides, back on track. So, you know, if you drop an animal from a certain height, it does like certain amount of damage, right? Mm -hmm. So he learned that um, if you're an Aarakocra druid, you can conjure animal or like summon beast and you can summon a cow and every level beyond that certain level, I think it's like level two, mm -hmm. you can add another beast to it. So, and it takes up a five by five square. <laughs> so at one point you can drop 10 cows. Oh my god. For 180 d6 damage. Jesus Christ. But that's like go like you fly up. So mm -hmm. like you're an air cooker. So you go whoop up 30 feet, right? Mm -hmm. And then you, your spell range is 60 feet. So at 90 feet. Doot doot doot. Boom. And it's three turns. So you just keep the bad guy in that like area for three turns. They're gonna be crushed by a cow. 
That is a terrible way to go. It is. You, and you want to know why? Well, you know how I'm preparing against it? Counterspells. Everyone knows Counterspell now. And none of you know Counterspell. You're fucked. Oh my god. Every every enemy now has a sorcerer. Ha 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 ha. See, maybe I should just remake... Maybe I should move to sorcerer and go like full... The fuck you route of just Counterspell, 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 Counterspell. My little book tells me lots of things. You're not, it, it's not little book. It's, um, you know it. Oh, I forgot. The difference between, like, it's like, you have a book, you know it. The little voice in the back of your head tells you everything. Thank you, warlock sugar daddy. You just start making fun of people and then hit, get, Suddenly hit. a fireball appears in your yeah. face. Um, and then, like... You make up little tunes, and now you set shit on fire. Sounds about right. Hashtag bard. Hashtag bard. And on that note, we end it. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Eric Ben Benick, for the music. Goodbye. Have a good day.